0: I got this down, I have a whole message, which we'll get to, but I feel like I need to share something. It's just, I just felt starting down in prayer, I just, uh, it's a, it, it, and, and where's Chris? Chris touched on a little bit here. There's a lot going on in this world, right? But guess what? God's still on the throne. He's still calm. His little finger can do the stuff and he can knock every nuke off this planet. We don't have to be worried, Right? But we also need to be careful of where we get consumed because uh, we're all human. And I don't know about you, but the last couple of weeks, I had to walk through my journey with the Lord, getting frustrated, watching things, getting ready to taking a little bit of, because Canada was rising up a little bit. I'm not going to make this political so. because it, it, we don't need to because we only have one king, right? And he's the king of kings and he just definitely rules over this world right? But just a reminder, he rules through us. He gave us the keys. He gave us authority. He made you an ambassador. I won't go down that trail right now. But I do want to remind us not to lose focus. We need to make sure we have the right message. It is so important at this time. Um, I'll be honest, I got caught up in, in getting all like... Fighting between, you know, well, trust God, but we have to stand up. Trust God, but we have to, I have to do something. To the point where it gets a little in your mind. And then every conversation you have, you're discussing your points of view. It's interesting. I feel so much the battle, even the last two years of like COVID and everything, has way less to do with a a virus or a shot or whatever. It has way more to do with the enemy just distracting the church and our call we got to, if we spent the time we spend discussing and arguing between each other if the shot's good or bad, if COVID's real or not real, where'd it come from, and actually go after souls, we probably have a really packed house right now, right? I don't know where to, yeah, see, I get myself in trouble. But I'm, because it's my own journey, I can share. Because it's interesting, Sunday, um, actually it was Monday morning, I woke up and the Lord just said, Kevin, get a line, buddy. You're getting distracted. That's how you speak. You're getting distracted. And what I do every morning pretty much is I go to the gym, and, I, and he's like, put on hallelujah. instantly. Just sing over this country. Sing over the land. Sing over the situation. Because, and I, and I Brett reminded me, I was talking to him this week, that he actually preached it a few weeks ago about Paul and Silas. I had forgotten about that. And he spoke to me. He goes, Kevin, what if this is a Paul and Silas moment? You guys know what Paul and Silas moment, if you don't know, real quick, they get jailed for doing good things, and the coolest thing was, is that they were actually both Romans, so they could have said, whoop, no, leave me alone, I'm protected, but instead they they followed through, probably by the guiding of the Holy Spirit, I suggest, and they get into prison, and instead of going, oh my goodness, I'm a victim, this sucks, do these guys not know? Shouldn't we? Oh, I can't. I don't even think they're going, oh, just wait till we tell them I'm a Roman. They, I don't think they're doing that. They Instead, they were saying they were praising God. But what happened when they praised God was all of a sudden the shaking happened, the, the, the things that actually held them because their focus got back on him instead of everything around them. Come on. We've all been there in the seasons. I don't know. If you haven't, you're amazing. Come talk to me. I love that. I, no, Seriously. Because then the peace of God comes. Last uh, Wednesday night, we were, Winsome, little plug for our school. It was awesome. Charlie Robinson came and ministered. Yeah, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. That's what happens when in the school. But the cool thing, he brought up a point that was so good. He brought up that we're not looking for the world's peace. We're looking for God's peace. And they actually look different. So in the, in the actual jail of Paul and Silas, they had the peace of the Lord was upon them, and they were able to sing joy, and, and, and what happened? They didn't just get out, people got saved. People saw some change, and that's what it's about, guys, is that we need to demonstrate, but we need to actually know what, we, what God's saying in this hour. I've been, that's what happened downstairs. I just got this whole download downstairs about how it's so important to remember to know what you actually are talking about. Because there's so much disinformation going around and way too much talk. Somebody says a little thing here, and I hear it over here, and I see, you know, everyone believes this whole story. And then fear comes. Man, I, I'll get real. This week, people are sending me these, this information. On Ju- was it June 24th? One of the day, on Ju- not June, but day? February 24th, the internet's going down. Go get all your money out of the bank. It's, you're going to be in trouble. The internet's going down. And they send me this clip, and it's like this. Anyways, I don't want to go too far on that one, but it, it's this crazy stuff. And they wonder why we look crazy. Man, we lose credibility. That's, because even if that was true, where was our peace? Because people, the people that sent it to me was out of fear and that we were a victim. Here goes again. Dude, Trudeau can't do nothing that's going to actually stop me from loving Jesus. He can't. The worst he can do is kill me and we go to glory to glory. We, we want to see that guy saved. In office or out of office. Just get him saved. Lord, change his heart. And no matter what, if we saw what happened to the Israelites, if God's, if God's allowing his heart to get hardened, then let it get hardened, because the Israelites got to come out of the, go to the promised land with gold and silver of Egypt. No, do you get that? When God does something and we come out, you just get better. That's like Paul and Silas. They didn't just get out of jail. They got better. They had a little revival. Okay. I have to find this quickly. I've just, uh, I think it's 2 Samuel. I don't have this up there. This guys, Second Samuel didn't didn't give him this one because um, I didn't know I was going to share on this, um, but I feel I'm going to share on this because this is so key. I feel like in this hour that we need to know again. It's all about I'm coming to sharing this with the concept of knowing what God's actually speaking and what you're supposed to be doing in this hour, and it may look different than the person next to you. It's very key. It's about Everyone knows that David had some kid named Absalom, right? Yeah. And he wasn't the greatest son. He actually took over the kingdom from David. But David had this incredible heart that even though his son was doing like the worst thing he could do to him, he still loved him. Yeah. You have to know that's what's going on here. And he didn't want Absalom to die. David knew he was supposed to be he was supposed to be king, but he wanted to get, get done properly, right? So let's read here, verse one. I think it's verse one. Yeah, I didn't prepare this part. And David numbered the people who were with him and set captains of thousands of captains. One second, I actually have to find out where I'm going here. Um, I don't need to read this all. Oh, here it is. Actually, we're going to start in verse 19. There we go, verse 19. Then somebody's name, son of Zadok, said, Let me run now and take. Okay, so what happens here. You're getting a lie right here. This is just real. Um, You literally have Absalom. There's a war going on. David's back, pretty much being protected. And Absalom's on a mule, because back then, actually, donkeys were actually what the kings rode on, right? If you don't know that, that makes sense later on when Jesus rides on a donkey, because it's actually what kings rode on. And so I used to think when I grew up, it was because it's an insult, but it's not. Um, Well, it's a donkey instead of a horse, right? Anyway, sidetrack. So, he's going through and he hangs himself. He gets stuck in a tree and hangs. They end up killing him. They finish him off. And then what happens? They need to figure out how to go tell David because David's waiting. And and they've blown the trumpet, which means the war's over. David's in command again. Right? It's done. But there's a very important lesson in here. Now they were supposed to bring the news to David. Let me run now into this guy named... Amaz, son of Zadok, said, Let me run now and take the news to the king how the Lord has avenged him of his enemies. And Job said to him, You shall not, key word, not, take the news. For you shall take the news another day, but today you shall take no news because the king's son is dead. Well, doesn't make, yes, that's the news he was going to bring, right? We think. The next verse says, um, Then Job said to the Cushite, Go tell the king what you have seen. Had an encounter. Actually saw it. Was part of the situation. Truth. Remember this. What you have seen. Um, so the Cushite bowed himself to Job and ran. And, the, and Amahaz, the son of Zadok, said again to Job, but whatever happens, please let me run after the Cushite. So Job said, why will you run, my son, since you have no news ready? We have way too many people running around wanting to give out news that they don't actually have. Let's just be honest, I've been there, I'm trying really hard, really hard, because we love to give our opinions. He had an opinion, and it's interesting, because if, if you know what's going on, it's actually like a, a special spot to tell, because he's running to see the king, he's going to have an audience the king, he wants to have favor with the king, so he's running, he wants to give news, he wants to get elevated with something he was, doesn't have. Uh, whatever happens, he said, let me run. That's what he's, the guy Emma has once. So he said to him, run, whatever. Then Emma's ran by the way of the plane and outran the Cushite. Now this is interesting when you read this because I'm making a point here. Is sometimes God will just let you talk. He'll let you go, go. Listen to yourself instead of me. This is actually, all oh, of this is fun because lots of stuff's coming right now. This is when we're having a meeting. I'll tell you, this is going to hurt. But this is when you're having a meeting and, you, and you're sitting there and somebody comes for advice. This is not just with pastors, it's with people they care about. And they come and say, oh, Justin, let me, say I'm doing this to Justin. I won't use any names. Um, <laughs> just want to make sure it turns out right. But somebody comes and they're like, I feel I'm supposed to do this, this, and this. Can you give me advice? And you're like, oh, yeah, just, and I'm like, my advice would be, oh, hold on, but God told me I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, did you want my advice or not? Well, yeah, I want your advice. So you want me to go against God? I can't have advice. If you tell me God said something, who am I to tell you that you didn't? Unless you're living in such amazing covenant relations with people that you actually have people that you trust more than yourself. And this is key because if you're in deception, you're deceived and you're actually in a lie and you have no idea. Do you guys realize Have you ever been there? Well, you don't know because you were deceived. So you can't even tell me you've been there. But there's many people. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's probably that you look back and go, oh my word. Why? Then we send them to Stacy and get (laughs) sozoed because they're confused. Why would I I be so confused? But we do. It's like, well, if you're deceived, you have to have people around you that you actually trust enough to speak into your life that say, are you sure that was God? (laughs) Well, yes, it's God then why are you coming here? Because if it's God so clearly to you, why are you even asking? Yeah. And, how, and a good question from Danny Silk would be, that's from Bethel, the counselor. He says, well, how's that working out for you? Yeah. It's a good question to ask yourself sometime. Yeah. 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 I'm not speaking, I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to, to us because there is a, I have felt and there's a, some of the intercessors feel too. I released a word a few, about a month or so about creating me a clean heart. This is all about, and our relationship with the Lord is about us creating a clean in our own hearts. I'm not running around trying to fix people. It doesn't work. I've tried it. And people don't like you very much. Or if they do, and then some of them like you and they just want to keep on, you want to, then you have to fix all their problems. Because they keep on because they haven't learned for themselves. So you have this guy, forget his name already, Amhas, And he pretty much thinks he knows better than Joab, which is the general of the army. He doesn't want to listen. So go for it. Sorry, as a pastor, I've said that before, pretty much in my own mind. Okay, go for it. Have fun. You'll be back. (laughs) Uh, If you know me, I've actually got to the point where I've actually said that to somebody before. I have. I'm like, that's good, but we'll see you in a couple months. Because I love them, not because I actually want them to fail. It's just that the older we get, when you experience things, you just kind of, things push Most things happen the same way. Right? That's why, especially older generation here, you guys got to get around the younger generation. Because we're about a full generation. The young and the old together. Right? Whew. Then he ran by the way of the plane and outran the Cushite. So the Cushite's the guy with the real news. He experienced it. He had an encounter with the Lord, a real one. And I say a real because some of us need to learn what a real one is. We're not just going to go into the back room and have to convince myself of something. Yeah, good. We've all been there. Man, it's quiet in here. <laughs> no, we're really good at convincing ourselves that God says something when we want something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really good. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I, man, I love Chris Fulton because he loves saying stuff like, well, if you can hear so well for yourself that way, tell me, tell me a word for that person right now. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes we just, there's a reason the Bible says get counsel. And it doesn't say go and find your pastors and get counsel. It's like get counsel. You can get that from people around you. I say that because we get really busy if that was the way it was supposed to be. There's a story in the Bible about Moses. And his father-in-law had to come and tell him something. Because we need people around. This isn't about Kevin today. It's about us. It's about, actually, it's more about him being glorified. Jesus. Okay, then David was sitting between the two gates, and the watchman went up to the roof over the gate to the wall, lifted his eyes, and looked, and there was a man running alone. Then the watchman cried out and told the king, and the king said, if he is alone, there is news in his mouth, and he came rapidly and drew near. Then the watchman saw another man running, and the watchman called to the gatekeeper and said, there's another man running alone. And the king said, he also brings news. So the watchman said, I think the running of the first is like the running of Emma has the son of Zadok, and the king said he is a good man and comes with, a good, with good news. I like that, because he's a good person. Just, you're, we have good people doing things. I want to clarify. We're, not, we're learning. So I'm not trying to beat up anybody today. But there's good people that are trying to give good information that they got off Facebook by five different people. No, for real, like, we we have to talk about this these days because this is what's going around everywhere I go. It is confusing because you got 20 doctors here, 50 doctors here, 60 doctors here, and they're naming names that I've never heard of in my life. Then you got this other guy that's on the news that says he knows what he's doing, and then we get mad at each other because we're like, no, no, he's right, she's right, he's right, who cares? (laughs) Like, who cares? I don't even care anymore. No. The problem is that there's a spirit of fear came over with COVID because we are just talking to this the other day with some people is that it's interesting because if I told you right now, close your eyes and tell me the first thing you think about COVID, I bet you're going to think about the movies, the videos that were released at first in China where all some people just dropping. Right? Most people think that. So that's why it's freaky. The problem is we never seen that. And they proved that. Well, some people say it's not even real. I better be careful. Now I'm giving you news. I don't have 100% facts on it. No, it's true. And a spirit of fear came that held us back. Because we were listening to, even that moment, we still had not had the peace of God that we should have been living in. Right here. Because that's when, that's a storm and the boat's going up and down and Jesus hanging out at the bottom. You're going, what? You know what I bet you was going on in heaven? They're like, ooh, this is a setup for revival. Because cause they, cause I believe that God believes in his church. So he's going, oh man, no, you know what, that, the, the church of God in the world is going to rise up because they're not going to be fearful of this thing. Because I've told them nothing can harm them. i told them I can move in miracles. I've told them I want to use them. i told them my presence is bigger and greater than that. They've read the Bible, haven't they? And he's going, oh, but the world's going to need something. And I'm the answer. Because God works out all things for the good. He works for all things for the good. Oh, Jesus. This is fun. Um, where was I? Um, so Watchman said, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, so he's a good man. And Amias, whatever his name, I can't. named him how many names already. Um, we should call him Bob or something. Called out and said to the king, all is well. Then he bowed down with his face to the earth before the king. Blessed be the Lord your God who delivered up the men who raised the hand against my lord the king. And the king said, The the one question, the only thing he wanted to know, he says, is, uh uh-oh, is the young man, oh, is it up there? Oh, awesome. (laughs) Is the young man, Absalom safe? And this is crazy, he said, Amaius answered, when Job sent the king's servant and me, your servant went, I saw a great tumult, but I did not know what it was about. How many of us are running around and really have no idea what it's about? No, it's true. We have a lot of news. This guy just ran all the way, and he passed. So he's a fast runner. He just gave it all. And a lot of us want to get in front. I know I know better. I know better. Let me talk to them first. I want them to know what really is going on. Well, what's going on? Well, I heard off of this, and I heard off of that, and I heard off of this, and somebody emailed me this. Isn't that true? Well, I got another email. The internet's going out. I'm just using that one because it didn't happen. My internet's still working. We're live right now. Right? I'm not saying it can't happen, but what? Is the internet going to affect my life that much? <laughs> hey, there's truth. It probably would, but. Yep. There you go. <laughs> we need the right message. And the king's turned aside, said, Turn aside and stand here. He literally was like, Dude, get over there. You got nothing. So what that very person that thought that they had, they wanted their favor, they wanted to get before the king, didn't get what they were asking for. Because people want truth. And for a moment, he got his, his, whoa, I'm in front of the king. The watchman saw me coming. Open the gates. I'm coming in. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I have nothing to show for. Because there's no shortcut to knowing God. There's no shortcut for being in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. There isn't. There's a lot of. This isn't just about what's going on here. There's a lot of stuff in the church that happens this way. There's just a lot of parents out there. Yeah. They just heard some good message and they're shooting off another message. They're shooting off something else they heard when they actually hadn't spent time with the Lord. Yeah. When you get the heart of the Lord, it's so much easier. Yeah. Like there's something about, oh, I love to be talking about this with some people this morning. It's fun. When you know that you know that you've been with Jesus... Things don't really feel like work then. I don't, you don't need to work things up. We're really good in the charismatic movement about stir it up, stir it up, stir it up, which I'm, I'm like, I love stirring things up. But there's a greater thing than stirring up, it's just, it's the knowing. Yeah. Yeah. When it said that John laid his head upon the chest of Jesus, I don't think he was like, Jesus, stir it up, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, let's stir it up. He was resting in knowing, I'm close. I hear the heartbeat. So there's both worlds. I'm I'm not against that. I love it when we get excited. It's like we're made that way. That's why when we go to sports games, we get excited. When we do things we like, we get excited. But there's something greater of actually knowing and spending time with him and just being able to know he's with you. Because he never left us nor forsaken us. He's always here. So right now, if we dwell on his awareness, right now we just say, Lord... Just reveal yourself more to me. And you genuinely, genuinely mean that? You're going to feel something. Well, oh, I never felt anything. Well, just wait. Just wait and have an encounter with him. Expect him to show up. Actually, wait a minute. See, that's the Lord just rebuked. He's already here. And I know we get caught up sometimes in lingo because, oh, I've heard it. Oh, why you ask him to come? He's already here. Well, okay, we'll get rid of those songs. No, we don't need to. It's our heart posture. We want him to come. We want him to, to be here. We want him to we welcome him, right? When somebody comes into my house, they still say, welcome here, make yourself at home. Let's make it more like that, okay? But there's even greater when you've had a habitation. When it's not just a visitation, they stay. They move in, right? And we want God to move in. Because then you have the real news. Then you know what's really going on. And often it's not the news of the world. That's what happened to me on Monday. He's like, Kevin, stop worrying about what's happening. Oh, but they, they have us in lockdown there. This is Marshall. Oh, calm down. Are you free or are you a victim? I was my own. I was my own battle. It's like, oh, I just, oh, I got I to gotta tell people what's going on. I don't think they understand what's going on. No, you no, know, yeah. Why don't you get excited about Jesus like that? Right? Right? We love that. We have, it's no problem sitting and talking to a stranger about what's going on in politics. Let's talk to them about Jesus. Yeah, come on. Come on. It is. It works. It, it, I, honestly, we're finding it so much easier in this season to see people get to, to come to Jesus. Jeremy's on this live feed every, I don't know if you watch him, five days a week. He's on, on a bunch of platforms. It's amazing. What happened? Was it this week or last week? Like literally a, uh, somebody part of the satanic church got saved on his, on his thing. He gets saved, and he starts, he's, like it's all on chats and stuff, right? And, like, it's, he's live, but they're writing back. And, he, and his name was, like, was it Lucifer or something like that? Lucifer something, something. And he's like, man, now I feel bad about my name. And Jeremy instead just loved on him. He's like, oh, no, it's all good. God will work that out. Right? I was on it, what is it, not last Friday, the Friday before that? We were seeing miracles, and literally, we're in the middle of praying for people just randomly. Like, you guys, it's, we're just looking at cameras, And we see these things coming up, and people are asking stuff. I love this new technology, eh? It's amazing. He's got over 59,000 followers on TikTok, so that's mostly where he's getting it. Yeah, see? He's humble. He's like, but it's amazing because it's influence. God's opened a way. I don't even know how he pulled that off. Actually, that's not true. I do because, one, he spends time with Jesus. Two, he works very hard. But three, it's the favor of God. It's still in his life because God loves souls, and he's opening things up for him constantly. But out of nowhere, the Lord's like, now do it. Do, do the, do the do, uh, salvation. It, like, ask Jeremy. It made no sense of where I did it. Also, I'm like, now, right now. And I didn't just, the thing came over me like, right now, it's like either you're going to go to, what was it? I don't even remember. It's kind of a little fire and brimstone, a little bit, which I don't even normally do. Um, I'm usually kind of not four, but I was just making it clear that either there's one way or the right, other way, right? And we had three people getting, re- and they really, they're writing back and forth, they're getting really saved. And then it's cool because he's built this little community, and they're like literally jumping on board, kind of getting connected to each other. But the funnest part was at the end, we're almost done, and this person gets on, and we're just still just praying for people, all this stuff, and the person goes, please lead me to the Lord. How do I get, how do I get saved? They asked, how do we get saved? How do I get saved? And everyone's jumping on, and, and Jeremy got to lead him right to the Lord, right there. You guys, that's a soul not going to hell. The church needs to realize, yeah, come on. Thank you, Jesus. I can tell you there's amazing miracles, but those are the real miracles. Salvation. We have to get excited. The church is more excited about a miracle service than getting people saved because they're going to get healed. Ooh. I better be careful. I'm not even processing. Oh, man. This better be gone. Yeah, that's what my wife just said. Better be gone. We have a friend that does that and, um, and yeah, I went sidetrack there. Um, his wife always, he moves in crazy miracles, but when he does it, he kind of just goes in by faith and does crazy things. Like one time, he literally ran to the back, uh, off the stage, ran back, and you know the halos they're called, and they're bolting your head? And they broke? And he went and ripped it off somebody. And all he heard beside it is his wife yelling, Better be God! <laughs> but he, she got healed. It's documented, it's real. Praise God. But make sure it's God. <laughs> make for real. That's a that's a pretty, in- I love that testimony. Because that girl loved that testimony. Right? Okay. Where are we here? Um, just then the Cushite came in and the Kushite said, There is a good news and the, my lord, my the king, for the lord has a, avenged you this day for those who rose up against you. And the king said to the Cushite, Is the young man Absalom safe? Again, we just want one question. But we like to fill in a lot of stuff. You know, he's up the, before the king. This is, this is something I just felt the Lord. I love when the Lord just says. He's like, sometimes we do that when we come before the king. We want to grovel. He knows he's king. He loves to be told like, that we love him. But sometimes he just wants real relationship. I don't go and meet with Chris here and go, hey, Chris, come on. and I just take 10 minutes to tell amazing you are, which is awesome, which he would probably love, but, but he actually wouldn't if he wants to get something done, because that's weird, you know what I mean? If every time you met your, your friend, you just kept on going on about, oh, you're so good, da, da, da. it's like, no, I just let's be friends, I already know you like me, that's why we're hanging out, <laughs> right? Isn't it true? Oh, man. Sorry, I just hear the funniest things sometimes. In this, I, I felt the Lord just tell me, he's like, man, you just saved me a lot of time. But, um, but uh, <laughs> no, it's because he wants it to be real. Sorry, I'm just kidding. He's just, I feel like he's on this. We have to, he wants real friendship. He wants to connect like real, he loves us. We're actually made in his image. You guys, we, oh, man, I love that. Every time I say that we're made in his image, I just remember always the understanding that we're the biggest insult to the devil. We got what he wanted. We got got what he wanted, man. And we got to break... We got to break this thing off that... um, That we're we're trying to obtain our love from the Lord. He actually already loves us. He loved us before we knew that, but he actually really loved us. And he didn't create mankind just to make it through. He actually wants relationship. See, the world says everything else, right? To the world... I might step on some toes here, but to the world, what's the, one of the biggest things they're worried about is climate change. If you figure out what climate change is about is that we as humans are wrecking the earth. Which is basically saying I'm a parasite. That's not what this Bible says. No, no, no. He actually, if you read Genesis, he made it for us. He made it for us. But the world wants to take away who we are created to be And he wants us to have this identity that we're actually like wrecking everything. The world's consumed with you're wrecking something. You're wrecking. You weren't, like you're not intended. You're pretty much, it's actually taking away the very thing that we weren't intended to be here. And the church has picked it up because then we just stay on, you're a sinner. You're a sinner. You're evil. You're bad. We're going to try to get you basically saved. No, no, you're a saint once you're saved. You're a new creation. You are renewed. You are, you are an ambassador. You're heaven on earth. It's at hand. You guys are tongue-talking, fire-up, breathing, Holy Ghost filled up, touching this world for Jesus, right? Whew. Okay. There it was. Okay, verse 32, and the king said to Cushite, is the young man Absalom safe? You're all waiting for me to answer that too. So the Cushite answered, may the enemies of my Lord King and all you who rise against you to do harm be like that young man. And the, the king was deeply moved and went up to the chamber over the gate and wept. And as he went, he said, Oh, my son Absalom, my son, my son Absalom, if only I had died in your place, oh, Absalom. Now, you can go further and people are upset because they feel God just moved on his behalf and, uh, and David is sad. We won't go there, though. So, but what did happen was the, the message got across. But I actually like what the king David actually said in, in, in this analogy is that we actually have to care for those that we may not care for. Like, I'm working in my own heart to care for some political leaders right now. It's easy to say, get them saved, God. There's other things going in my mind sometimes. And I have to catch that, because that's not the mind of Christ. There should be, we have to actually want to see, because that's the only way we're actually going to see our nation saved, is if we actually see the church rise up and share love. It was talking to Kurt Friday night. Was it was Friday, yeah, Friday night, and he he has this whole heart, and you guys should jump on board with some other. This sorry, Kurt, people are gonna come to you, but he has this passion. He's like, what if we, what if we actually started like a freedom of love? Like he has this whole like he's thinking kingdom. I'm just sitting there going, man, you're thinking like a like a king. Why? Because he's saying, hey, what if what if we actually. Go, like, you ever heard of Love Abbotsford? Remember Love Abbotsford, those around here? That was awesome. We ran around and we did things and served people, washed cars. And he's like, why don't we go find all these politicians the, the, these and those are, are not for what we kind of agree on, Well, some of us agree on. And he's like, let's go love on them. On. Not preach at them or try to show them a pamphlet, but, but actually, like, let's love on them and watch something change. So Isn't that a different way of doing things? Because okay. that's what we're called to do. We're called to be the light, because he is the light, but he lives in us. Hmm. Well, that was that chapter. Um, I know. John's like, that was your sermon. I think it might be. Um, Oh, boy. Um, That's so good. No, I won't. Some of us need to learn when to just be quiet. I need to learn when to be quiet. Because Jesus taught us pretty, some pretty cool stuff. I think it's Luke 4. There's a story, like that's right after Jesus tells him um, quotes, Isaiah, that, uh, that he's pretty much, that he's the Messiah. They don't like it too much. And guess what they want to do? Kill him. They bring him. They're going to throw him over a cliff. And what happens? He just turns around and walks through. That's the piece of of heaven on earth. That yeah. just blows my mind. Every time I read it, I'm like, I wish they would write more about it. I want to see what happened. Tell me the five keys. <laughs> but it does tell us the one key that actually mattered. Jesus spent time with the Father and only did what he saw the Father doing. So guess what the Father didn't tell him to go start swinging and hitting these guys. Right? Yeah. He didn't. We have a loving Father. I'm not saying, I, I, I'm not trying to be like, hey, let's be pacifists or anything here. But let's actually like be like Christ. And I think it has more to do with less, more to do with actually our minds and our hearts than it has to do with a battle. Right? It's interesting. I don't, We've shared this before, but it's interesting that during the time where like Paul's writing all this amazing stuff in prison First, he's in prison, but he's not writing, hey, let's figure out how to take out the Romans right now. We actually only know the fact that during that time, Christians were being burnt by, like, like lanterns and everything because it's in world history. Not because it's in here. Because to Paul, that's not what mattered. He wanted to see the church rise. He wanted to see the, the, he wanted to see the people know who they are. He, he was in chain. He could have, he chose to go into Rome. Man, the prophetic, he had a word saying, don't go. And he says, no, I'm called, I'm going. Sometimes we're too safe. No, it's true. And sometimes, oh, I'm going to step on some stuff here. Sometimes we're giving words that aren't from God because we weren't spending time with him because we're worried about where somebody's going to go. Sometimes our own cautiousness is holding other people's back. But instead we want to see people thrive around us. And go together in it, right? We need to be able to turn around. Jesus. Hmm. Where do we go? Who's hungry? No, just kidding. We'll have some fun maybe. Maybe we'll just... God's moving. I don't think I'm going to try to go into a whole other message here. Or we might go along. <sighs> hmm but I'm telling you, a lifestyle that chooses to live this way—it costs something. You're not going to be the the one that people at first some people are going to not very happy with you because they want every people most likely most people want to be able to discuss what they're frustrated about. No, I had to, I had to, I had to this week because I had this revelation. I had to go back to some people, and it wasn't even bad things. I just wanted to go and went to them and said, "Hey, that discussion we had the other day." I wanted to apologize because I, was, I said something about somebody you brought up that they were frustrated with, but I agreed with them because it made me feel better. you get what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not going to tell the situation because it's private with these people, but we, we like to agree because we hear their frustration with something and we're like, ooh, I want to jump on that too because I, I get a chance to, to say what I feel too. But, I, but you know it was so cool? I got to go back. And they're like, what? what, why, no, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, I actually, I was agreeing with something. And I actually have no idea what their heart's like. I didn't know them. I actually know who they are, but I don't know where they're at life. I haven't talked to them for 10 years. How do I know where they're at? How, that's why community is so important here. Because we're actually living life together. Because so we can actually know where you're at. I'd rather get information from you than some random person. It's true. Yep, yep. No, I agree I'm not going to say which way or what, I, I, what we got, but Brendan, I I love, Brent's a truth seeker. I'm a truth, we love to get truth. And it's interesting during this time, we, we got a hold of people that are actually in fields of things, like medical stuff, and ask their opinion of stuff. I didn't need, that's great That's big shot over here says it over here, and this big shot says it over here, and they're totally contradict. So why don't we go to somebody we know? Yep, yep, that's good. And they have their own opinion, and we still know it's just an opinion but at least we have some credibility with them, right? We need to be a a house of truth, not a house of opinions. But you're allowed to have opinions because we are an apostolic. We actually are a house that wants to make you actually learn to think. You will find that more and more if you stick around here that we don't actually tell you what to think because we're an apostolic center and in that we actually want to create a culture that you actually learn to think for yourselves because you guys are all-powerful. The people up here preaching doesn't mean we're the best people or know the word better than the next person. It's just that that's who God put in the, in the position. That's a huge thing if you're part of this family, if you understand. We learned a lot of this from the Bethel culture, which is a, we call a kingdom culture, is it's who God puts into authority. I love it because you have somebody like Chris Volatin, if you guys know Bethel. Chris shares that. He is not the, most, the best prophet of the house. He's not the best leader of the house. But he's second to Bill Johnson because God put him there. And they've watched and they've shared this for years and years. You have people come in that are maybe better or greater, but that doesn't change your position because it's just a function. And God put him there so there's not a competition. I'm telling you, if you come into this house trying to be in a performance, you're going to get frustrated with yourself. (laughs) Because we really try to hear what God's saying. For years, because I was part of an, uh, at a different ministry, I had to learn the hard way. I put people, I, I made, I rose up people that I felt were the most gifted. I grabbed out of the youth group, you're the most gifted kid, da-da-da, let's raise you up. And guess who always failed me? Those ones. Because they knew they were gifted and they thought they were the best. And they weren't going after, truthfully, what I, well, most of them happened was they, just, they were trying to build themselves something instead of God something. And God had to wake me up one day. He says, why, why are you missing that one guy? I'm like, yeah, but he doesn't really move in that stuff. Like, he's like, you could teach him. He's got character. Yeah, come on. I'm like, oh, I think you're trying to teach me something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Good. Man, we can teach anyone to prophesy because it's not us. Yeah. We teach anyone to move in healing. It's him. Yeah. The biggest key to healing is let him do the work. Yeah. Open your mouth and give him a chance. Yeah. Good. There's something in the, these are the simplest things is that God actually gave us the power, which we talked about before. He gave us authority, and he's just waiting for you to step out. Tell you, It's called stepping out. Years ago, it was the simplest thing. I, I might have shared this before, but I was watching Bethel TV, and they were in worship. They're giving it, and I forget who was on the piano. Somebody's singing, um, and all of a sudden, that person on the piano kind of slows everyone down, and they start declaring, there's healing here, and there's something going on over there, and, and the room starts getting. things are happening. People are getting healed. They, they, they transition and everything, and they find out all these people got healed. And the Lord asked me a question. He said, would, I, would have those people gotten healed if she wouldn't have stood up, stepped out? And I'm like, what's the answer? He asked me again, and I knew the answer. <laughs> no! Because he gave us free will and gave us authority, and she stepped out, which activated faith, Man, some of you guys just—if you're—if you're needing a miracle, just check it sometime. Create your own miracle service. No, it's true. Some of us need to lay hands on. It. I love laying hands on myself. Why not? Because it's not about what Kevin carries; it's what kingdom of God is within me, and I want heaven to touch me. I'm just a conduit, and if the Word of God says I'm an ambassador, which means I have a full authority of heaven, then I can touch myself right now and release heaven on me. No, it's true. And if we open our eyes to actually see how God sees us and those around you, you can get your friends to lay hands on you instead of waiting for the healing evangelist to lay hands on you. Because we, Which I'm not against the healing evangelist. I love that stuff. I love it with a passion. What I'm saying is that we actually need to start realizing who we are. Some of us need to look in that mirror and say, you're amazing because Christ is in me. The hope of glory. Because of him, not because of me. That's That's been the biggest shift in my life in ministry specifically is when I've realized I don't have to work up anything. That I can just have fun with him. He's my son. I mean, I'm his son. Whoa, that's bad doctrine. Um, (laughs) There it goes. Don't YouTube that one. No. My son is not scared to come up to me. It was so fun driving here today. I was a proud dad up in the front seat. We were driving, and my kids were discussing heaven. Not because we said anything, I don't know where they came up. They were just discussing heaven. Well, dad, what's heaven? Can we do this? Can we do that? And you know what? The, they're not worried about much other than what they get to do in heaven. <laughs> Judah, he wants God to make him in his new body to look like Spider Man um, and, and that he can f- swing or something. And they want to know how that all works. I'm like, great. I didn't say, no, 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 it's not like heaven. Why not? Why, heaven's just, I think we're going to be creating things. We're not, it's going to be fun. I haven't encountered heaven, so I actually believe heaven's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, what it was yeah. Elisha, you were going to be like, what's the guy's, uh, the rock and, oh, and, and somebody, Hulk. and Hulk, that's what he wanted to be. He wanted a body like that. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's fun. And they're talking about all sorts of things that they're getting, but that's because they know who their father is. They know that God is good. They know that he actually, they actually expect that God's going to give them their desires of their heart. We need to be childlike and actually expect that God's going to do something for us and actually wants us. I love it. Chris walton has been teaching about that, the the superhero in each one of us. Come on, the world's pumping out these Marvel movies and all that. That's just, the devil just copies. God wants us to know that we're actually created with superpowers because we have Heaven. We are po- we are literally walking around with the answer, and not just the answer that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. But we're actually the answer to sickness, cancer. We're the answer to the breakthrough. Yeah. Some of us just need to learn just to pray over people when you meet them. and Just say, "Hey, I want to, the breakthroughs in your life. Like declare it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know you actually can shift things yeah. yep. when you declare things? Yeah. I don't have time to teach it, but if you go do a study on all the prophecies about Jesus before you, like coming to the earth. There's, you can break it down to ones that were like, that, that are like literally from heaven, and then there were ones that the prophets just spoke. And guess what? He fulfilled them all. He, God made sure they were all fulfilled. He made every one of those prophets look good. Why? Because they actually were powerful. And He allowed them to speak on His behalf. He's good, you guys. He is so good. Good enough that He wants to heal some people this morning? Why not? Let's give somebody one. <laughs> I love this stuff, because we get to play with Jesus, play with the Holy Spirit. Oh, that's offensive. You're playing. Yeah, he likes to play. He likes, what I mean by play is, for me, I'm a kid in the heart, so he just, like, I love to see what God wants to do, right? Oh, man, Sasha, got to stand up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. No, Sasha, I just, you, uh, both of you guys can stand up if you want, because I actually just, there's just been a shift in your guys' life, and I, and I just want to declare that over you guys because I can see it, and I see that you're, there's this whole Joseph or anything I've never seen over your life before because you're shifting into it, and it's because you're, you're called to be a storehouse. God's going to give you favor and promotion. I don't even know what you're doing in your job exactly right now, but I actually see you moving into more of a, a management position. And, your, and actually wealth, and to step out in your creative ideas, because there's things that are going to be, God wants to actually make you a storehouse, and then in that, I mean, like, I saw you literally containers and containers, and that's just uh, figuratively, but of stuff being stored for when things need, and you're going to have to shift and move wealth to where things are, and I just want to bless you guys in this next season, because I saw that you've walked through doors, you've chosen to in this season, and the favor of God's over you guys, the love of God's over you guys, and I just want to see you're going to make amazing parents. You are, you are, because you guys are, yeah. Sometimes when I'm in this, I forget names. What's your wife's name? Again? Sorry, I'm so, Gabby, that's, I knew that. But Gabby, I just want to say you have an incredible heart. You have an incredible heart, and I just see you, that you're very genuine, and God's just going to actually restore a, a stuff that has been stolen from you because and and of your heart, and that you're going to be able to give back so much more. And I want you to never feel, the devil wants to lie to you and say that you, that you, you you're, you're that, I, we're a safe place, right? What's the lie to say that you've been bro- you're broken you're not? God says you're made perfectly and wonderfully, and he actually has positioned you for such a time as this, and he's actually in this next hour. Sasha's going to be like, what's happening to my wife? Because there's a fire coming over you as you just walk in and move out into your identity into whole other ways. Right on. Jesus, yep. Yep, he crowns you. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Go, oh, Father. Wow. I love that you're clapping, cause, cause, you know that's what that's a good house. Cause I didn't feel like you're spectating, right? <sighs> Justin's like give me a word. <laughs> oh, I can feel it when people. Want. Um, <laughs> no, there's a there, this couple here. Yeah, you're hugging. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, you're, you're you're you're. Can you stand? You're, you can sit if you want. If it's embarrassing. Yeah, you can sit. I just I saw the breakthroughs coming over your life, and you guys are so precious. And I just see that God really wants to use it. There's a whole leadership thing on you guys, and that there's a creativity. And I just see the Spirit of the Lord around you and a protection. And there's going to, there's right now, I just want to declare over you, I just see that there's literally like you're crossing a bridge, I see in the Spirit, and you're moving into another a season, and there's just a joy coming over that season. And God's just healing men. You're just. Your heart of gold. I just see that both of you. But I just want to say I just see that you care for her so much and you love her so much and God has brought you guys. Are you guys husband and wife? Right on. I just want to make sure. It would be weird, right? No, because I see that and and I see you being able to this is a weird picture. I see you actually bring um, as God's bringing a whole level of of healing into your own lives. You're actually going to bring and make wells for others in deserts and, and when, when I see that I actually see you're going to bring life to where there's been dry land and that you, you carry credible incredible um, healing anointing you do this man is like I just see kingship all over you I see kingship all over you God just sees you as a king as a ruler and I just want to say, you know what? God is strengthening you right now, even in this, where I there's an the enemy's trying to bring shame. He's not bringing just, just light over you guys right now. And I just want to speak over that and life over you guys. Fresh life. Fresh life. Because you guys are amazing. You're full of fire. And you guys are called. And you're going to see some huge breakthrough in the next, couple, the next little bit here. Does that make sense? Yeah, cool. Thank you, Jesus. The, I got this the other day when I was waiting Lord, that somebody with a jaw it was like almost I don't know if it's a, a jaw injury who's that right there anyone else this is one jaw is it click at all is yours click okay come up here somebody get on the sound for this guy he needs to come up another one oh right on you have that too come on up I saw that. anyone that had an actual specifically a spinal injury oh That's him too. That's why, yeah. I do know Chuck has a spinal injury, but that's not why. Anyways, anyone else have a spinal injury? Yeah, come on up. Just come on right up here. Yeah, you too. Right on. Yeah, you too. Come on up. Let's get some healing going on here. God's gonna heal. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Just come. Anyone else? Okay. Before we do that, because I'm gonna dismiss you guys, and then we're gonna pray for some more healing. But um, this couple here, this man right here, that's awesome. What's your name? It's Dean. You're awesome. Yeah. No, I saw that. What God was gonna, He's setting you up. I don't know if that makes sense, but He's setting you up because you have a general, generous, generous heart. And you, you are. You, when you walk in the room, I actually see you. You actually are. Uh, you, you actually change the situation, like you actually carry something in the spirit that God puts you on you it's nothing you've had to work on but you actually carry an incredible favor and when you come into the room, things shift and I actually see you as a, as a general and I see you as somebody, a strength actually, I don't need a business of some sort you are, okay, go for it right, no, no, I mean that, that's, that's well, I'm careful, whoa, better be careful we don't give words direction too much, but anyways I saw it so I don't care but I saw you there's a, and, and but God's actually not just gonna—it's not just business in the business realm. I see you in, in wherever you, um, where God brings you this next season, and He's really pulling on you because He loves you and He sees you. And sometimes you feel like you're overlooked, but God's God sees you. It's like a huge spotlight of heaven on and He actually really knows where you are, and he He's restoring things in your heart. And I want to tell, even right now, and I just want to declare over you that God's going to use you in the future, and you're going to remember this day, because people are going to go, man, it's like when you come in the room, like there's a fire upon you. And, and it's like when you, and, and He's just saying, come before my throne, come to me, and He's going to, blow you away, he's going to show you how it he really is and so I just pray to you that you'd encounter him in a fresh way right now, that you would experience him because his love is greater than anything and he just cares for you and I actually feel like he's just he's saying, come on home, I love you I love you, I love you, I love you in Jesus' name, it's amazing because you know what, you're, you're going to bring life to so many people around you you're going to bring life to so many, your testimony is going to be it's going to be known, I'm telling you it's just something that's is, this is amazing, incredible. God, you're good. Jesus. Well, I'm going to pray over you guys, but we're going to pray for healing. Next week we'll go after more healing. Um, but uh, you guys want to stand? Jesus, we love you. We glorify you, Lord. Lord, we worship you right now. We worship you. Just, yeah, just let's just tell him how good he is. Let's give him a praise offering right now. Lord, We, we you are worthy, Lord. You are holy, Lord. Glory to your name, God. Sons and daughters of the living God in the house today. Sons and daughters of the living God. Lord Jesus, I pray right now you release identity in the room. Lord, release the spirit of breakthrough right now in their lives, Lord God. We pray right now just a refreshing to come over. I thank you for the rains of heaven right now upon your body right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now. You're washing away the things of this world. And you're touching them with your glory right now lord god lord jesus lord jesus jesus we thank you right now for your power the power of god in the house today. right now i pray that people would feel you just a touch from you right now a touch from you right now Lord, a, a fire would come over them right now in the name of jesus holy spirit come holy spirit just renew us today god Lord, as I preach a couple weeks ago, that a boldness would come over your people, Lord. A boldness coming out of their identity in you, Lord. Their boldness coming out of just encountering you face-to-face, Jesus. And I pray right now, anyone that needs a miracle right now, that they would be touched right now. Touch them, Lord. Touch them, Lord God. You are the great healer. You are the great healer, Lord God. We release your power in the house today, right now. Lord, I pray right now, Jesus. Lord, I pray that those who feel that they just need that breakthrough, that they would experience it right now. I pray, I see angels going out. There's somebody in like a business decision right now, because I see all these angels signing things right now. Signing, um, if, I don't know who that is. You can Come to me afterwards if you want. But Lord, I just thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord. And we just bless them. Let them go out. We send them out to the harvest fields we send them out right now and i declare over them i just Lord, i I just step we step into even right now household salvations i feel the grace on household salvations right now there's a right now lord god we thank you the harvest is ready lord god i pray lord god that they would move out in love even with their relatives lord jesus their family, that they that there'd be people that say, How must I get saved? Why do you have a peace that I don't understand? How come you stop talking? I don't what changed? You stop worrying so much about what's going on, and you just seem so confident, Lord Jesus. And I pray a blessing, Lord God, that people would see your kingdom on them, even just in the natural, Lord God, that they'd be overtaken right now in Jesus' name. Be blessed, you guys. If you need prayer, come up. I want to pray for these guys that we called out those words for, so keep them together here. But we do have a prayer team. Maybe put the prayer team over there. Uh, And these guys come over here. You guys are awesome. Be blessed.